Ice Rites ice cream alert. 654 Jose. Okay, on nothing. Welcome to Third Nate here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get the show started with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, so welcome back here to Third Nate on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. It's week 12, but typically how we start off in the NFL, Jason, I want to start off with some college news. As we honestly said a couple weeks ago, hey, David Cutcliffe is out at Duke. Yeah. They mutually agreed to part ways. That's a... That's nice for to say we fired a nice old man and didn't want to be rude about it. Right, right. <laughs> That's the whole it's not you, it's me thing in college sports. Like, it's, trust me, it's not you, it's me. Although, in all reality, David Cutcliffe is probably, he's one of the top three coaches at Duke all time. Duke's not known as a powerhouse football school. It is never going to be known as a powerhouse school in football anyway. And maybe next year, not even in basketball. I do think John Shire is good, though. Um, Going to be known as a powerhouse this year, big boy. Oh, Gonzaga. boy. That's exactly where I was about to take my next step. But was Duke and Gonzaga. By the way. Uh, hey, Las Vegas, I want to call y'all stupid real quick on camera because the spread on this game was Duke <laughs> plus nine. I do want to say thank you though, for paying my entire week's lunch with Duke <laughs> plus nine. We're going to leave it there because mm-hmm. I saw the spread. And I was like, I'll take it. Appreciate you, pimp. And uh, Duke obviously won 81-84. But going forward, Duke does have one major issue. You know, I just know if I had Ben Chero is not on the floor, and he's been cramping a lot during the games. I don't know if that's a Duke trainer issue or whether he's still drunk off his DUI charge type issue. Uh, or he what's just going- needs some potassium. What, Chris? I got nothing. He just okay. needs potassium. I yeah, got- I can see Chris. Chris is like, mm. nope. I got a girl. I got a girl on the high school team. She she cramps like that. It's a potassium issue. Huh? Yeah, that's a banana thing, right? Yeah, bananas got I potassium. Mean, yeah. Bananas have potassium. Yeah. Bananas. Bananas. B a n a n a s. Yeah, I appreciate you, Fergie. Anyway, uh, the Pablo is not on the floor. Duke cannot score the basketball. And they look lost. And what helped him in that game was, hey, Mark Williams, he's seven foot one. He's just, you know, he's a little short guy, you know. And that dude was blocking anything, everything. Like, he was blocking hopes and dreams at the rim. Just, just you know, own up out of here to get it out of here. I do think that, you know, hey, Coach Caden has stacked the deck this year. I think he should at least hit the Final Four. Right now, barring injuries, if Duke at least – you know, he doesn't hit the final four, man. Honestly, it's a lost season for them. Hey, Wendell Moore, who's honestly, he's the last guy who K has started and he's grew and he's grew and he's grew. Grayson Allen falls in that mode, though. Emil Jefferson falls in that mode. Joey Baker, I don't, I hate Joey Baker. I'm tired of Joey Baker just every time he comes into the game. He's like, Kobe. Spicy. Like, he provides nothing. He, like, he's a senior. He's been there as long as I can remember, and the dude still cannot play college basketball. He'd be like he'd be a star like Boston College or Wake Forest. I honestly he'd probably start at Carolina, but Joey Baker just he gets on my nerves. But you know, going forward, you know, having Wendell Moore, who's almost had a triple double again. I do think if Coach K, you know, honestly didn't hit the final four minutes of last season. Here's what I'm going to focus on: we beat Gonzaga. That is a good place to focus on. I, yeah. I live there's in the a, moment. There's a new number one dog in the house. Hoo, hoo. It's yeah. us. It lives in Durham. And, uh, you know, the Zags had beat the number five team in the country in Texas at the time. And I want to say either three or two. And they smoked, you know, them. And here comes Duke in, in Vegas. And uh, it ain't happening. Captain, don't forget who runs, you know, college basketball. At least though for right now. I'm not mad at it. Another big kind of story that I want to talk about it was Lincoln Riley. He's the former coach at Oklahoma who lost last night. I want to say thank you for covering that four-and-a-half-point spread, though. 
and he's the new basketball or basketball coach. I was watching Chris laugh in my uh, spread comment. I was he's, just waiting to see what you was buying with that. You uh, got dinner or something out of it? Or I, I, I didn't I, know. I won twenty six dollars off two. Someone, so yeah, received someone a payment of twenty six dollars <laughs> off of two bucks. Yeah, so I'm poor, so I bet small on big. Anyway, Jason, how do you feel about Lincoln Riley? You know, he's going across, the, you know what I'm saying, to the whole country. You know, he's going to USC at, you know what I'm saying, in California. How you, uh, excuse me, how do you think he's going to do out there? Um, I don't care. Oh, why not? Because USC has stopped being relevant, I don't know, eight years ago. Oh, I think it was way before that. But, like, truly. Like, they exited the stage of relevancy in the past decade and have never got, you know, haven't got it back. He's going to bring them back, I think. I don't know about that. He was good at ECU as the OC. He's been good at Oklahoma, 9 to 10 wins a year habitually. And he's going to play in a terrible football conference in the Pac-12, like an atrocious football conference. UCLA with Chip Kelly's up there. Oregon, Mario Cristobal is probably going to end up in Miami with the Hurricanes. Hey, fingers crossed. Here's what I think. Oh, what you got? I think that we should talk about football that matters, like state. Soccer. No, state. Oh. In that comeback. Like, so, look, I don't know what happened in that game. I do. I literally got up uh, the post-Thanksgiving, had to run to the potty. Mm-hmm. Come back, state scored two touchdowns. Yeah. I had to back it up and was like, what in, you know, pray tale happened And you know? that's how it goes. <sighs> yeah, Carolina plus six covered, though. But State did win, and it sets up a weird matchup in the ACC with Wake Forest and Pitt. Going into the season, I was like, uh, hey, give me Clemson. Maybe Miami could squeeze in there. You know, hey, UNC is definitely going to contend. No, dog, it's Pitt and Wake Forest. I hate the ACC as a football conference sometimes because outside of Clemson, it's just best of luck. It's not going to be Duke and Boston College. You can just cross them out from day one. Duke, Boston College, out of there. I don't know. I think you're losing some faith, man. I mean, I think Duke's put some – Top-tier talent into the NFL over the past couple of years under Cutcliffe. I think when Cutcliffe makes his exit, um, it will free up. Uh, we won't have as good of a quarterback coach anymore, but it will free up to allow more modern-day offensive mind yeah. that is better fit for He's definitely college. still running the pro system. Yeah, and, and if he his... was coaching pro ball, he'd be, he'd be fine. fine. Yeah, like, you know, if, if the Jaguars wanted to get, like, a good coach from college, they could call him. And, and with him and hey, Trevor Lawrence, go back to Florida. I'm just saying, him and Trevor Lawrence, Cut Cleveland Lawrence, that'd be a bad, that'd be a bad duo right there. Uh, but I mean, I ain't mad at it. I just, I mean, you know, you all the USC's, I got care, I care less. Here's why I care about: State beat Carolina. It's a good day in North Carolina. It's a good day. Carolina lost. Carolina's only got two losses in college basketball this year. It's it's, amazing time. Yeah, I'm enjoying it while it lasts. I don't even want to know why we won't talk about anything else. And, (laughs) as you said, you get a showdown between Pitt and Wake Forest. And, you know, that's going to be cool. And and hopefully Wake Forest come out on top. It's nice to see some fresh blood. Yeah. Fresh blood. It's nice to see somebody that – who you know who's new in the conference? Because I thought Clemson was just gonna road dog everybody. Debo Sweeney had yeah, Debo Sweeney happen. had a down year at nine and three. Nick Saban <laughs> poor, has poor a down Sweeney. year at like eleven and one, and they're like, it, um, excuse me, it was Alabama top four, bro. They eleven and one, and they've won seven titles in the past twenty. Yeah, I think they'd be Island and Nick Saban. I think Nick Saban's gonna be a fine college football coach. I, I mean, they used to, I mean, yeah, Saban's gonna be perfectly hard. I promise you. Yeah, I mean, any point he'd like to move up to the pros, he's welcome. All right, we'll start on the pros. Uh. Uh, who you want to start with? Hey, Tampa Bay Giants. Ah, that's fine with me. Tampa Bay. Um. Oh, let, oh, uh, 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 we're gonna start with our picks. 
I think we need to clarify where we were coming into this. That is fair. Fire away. You were in the lead with 65 picks correct thus far. Okay. Chris is uh, five picks back at 60, and I'm catching up. After that horrible start, I'm now at 57. I'm within striking distance. Yeah, if you see me on camera trying to wick up my neck, I'm trying to find it. I'm just trying to make sure my ears is not like, too far one way or the other. Wow. <laughs> hey, good luck. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why I got this toboggan. Hey, let's on. see what happens first between me and him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my ears broke. Jason toboggan is like a head girdle. Look. <laughs> <laughs> this this dang on toboggan talking about, please, man, hurry up. You're stretching me at the seams. Yeah, that's how my sweater feels. Yeah. Hey, oh, oh by man. the way, oh before we gosh. start, let no. me give a shout out to my to my girls, my Lady Panthers from Granville Central, who went down to Warren County in the past week and laid waste to the War Eagles, whatever they're called, Warhawks, whatever they are. Either regardless, don't matter, because guess their team whose name is no longer important because Granville Central showed up and they got that win. As a matter of fact, all three of our teams won. Our JV boys won. I like our, that. Our varsity girls won, and then our varsity boys come in and, and laid a thrash down. I think it was like 72 to 48. Good, good so, night. yeah, heck of a defense. Shout out to Trent Harrington, bro. Played like a champ. Jordan Austin played like a champ. Brandon played like a champ. I could Thank go you. on. Kason played like a champ. I don't know him. Uh, but they the good boys, man. Good, good. And then our girls, like I said, we got hey, we got a game on the first. If y'all around here local, want to come check out some local high school sports, we'll be playing Bun uh, at Granville Buns. Central. At Granville Central. I think the JV is going to start at like 4.30. Y'all start basketball games early. I've never understood, you know, why you start there. The parents ain't even all work till 5.30, 6 o'clock. Hey, y'all run his yeah. own, man. And shout out to uh, Athletic Director Ray Noel for giving me this nice shirt. Yeah, it feels like a blanket. Oof, boy, I mean, man. we're going to be running a basketball game on Next Door Radio here this coming uh, Wednesday. I think it's ours or covering. 7.30. Yeah. You're either covering ours or you're covering South Granville's. Well, either way, it's 7.30. It's not ungodly early, thankfully. Yeah, that's that's, that's the men's varsity. Yeah. And the girls' varsity is at 6.00. And then the boys' JV is like four thirty. Yeah. So, but yeah, the JV hey. play first. Hey, uh, did y'all run zone a man or press or what you do? So we do a little mixture of both. On the, uh, I can't. You know, the boys run like this hybrid press, which is just straight nasty. Hey, I want to say, the boxing one? dude, I think they hit, they come out like 35, 35, 37 points off transition. Jesus Christ! Just off the steals. See, I'm a low post um, guy. I'm not running. Yeah, but, I, but you know, from uh, from our standpoint, we run at what we call a tw- you know a deuce deuce, which is like a two two one press, uh, which we did fairly well with. I think we scored you know fourteen to sixteen points off transition steals, and then we run uh, motion style offense. So it's pretty nice. I, mean, I, I can't go that. into details because yeah, I mean, I know, was going to ask you to you, stuff, I, I can ask you off air. I can tell you it's the same thing. Me and you run before. Yeah, okay. that's, yeah, it, that's it's beauty. Yeah. yeah, you don't need size be- or nothing. No. We got Honestly, some size, all though. you need is like an attention span and somebody that can bounce pass. Five yeah. players that can bounce pass and an attention span. Oh, it's beautiful. It's perfect that, for The kids. only problem I've been having with the girls is getting them to understand the importance of the bounce pass because they've been so used to, in prior offense, slicing the zone up with overhead passes or, or chest yeah. passes. And yeah, I'm in like, this particular offense, you've got to have the bounce yeah, pass. we don't need all that. No, yeah. just doo-doo, doo-doo, dump it off. Uh, man, Plant your front foot let me tell and you. extend your elbows. Doo-doo. But even better than what we was doing on youth level, we get four or five touches back-to-back at the high school varsity level. Mm-hmm. It's fun to watch. I bet so. It's clean. Yeah, it's me clean. and you got yelled at in the church league the <laughs> yeah. one time. Don't we run it on play? Yeah, like, yeah, parents were mad. Yeah. Me and him were laughing. Yeah, like, we're laughing. Our boy. parents found it hilarious. You know what I'm saying? The team was like, y'all didn't let somebody else score. I'm like, I'm like, his son was shooting threes. Mine was shooting threes. Uh, we had a four-year-old out there. Like, he was hitting layups. It was, yeah. It was, it was beautiful. Fun stuff. Yeah, it was beautiful. All right, Chris, he just hit us uh, with, a, uh, excuse uh, me, with our time cue. I guess that we can cover this game after the break. Nope, you don't have a time cue. I put the wrong note up. What's on oh. the screen now is what applies Tampa to Tampa Bay and ah, New York. Yeah, um, okay. yeah the Giants suck. You still got uh, like 10 minutes. 
Yeah, that, they're three and six after this game. Oh, hold right. up, hold up. We start. Oh, oh yeah, I already we went stand? over the game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we I went over that right. You're at sixty five. Yep. Oh yeah, Chris is right. sixty. I'm fifty seven. All right, we all picked the Bucks to win this game. Were we, we right, Brandon? Correct. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, so honestly, the biggest news of note hey after this game is Jason Garrett. He once again got the can. New York's thought process on hiring a guy you face twice a year who literally had one of the most hey, mundane offenses is beyond me. Vertical zone. His offense is not is not impressive. Uh, like no. He had the same hand up his butt offense in Dallas for almost a decade, and you hired him just straight out of Dallas. Here, I've seen you twice a year. Your offense are mediocre. Come coach the Giants. Yeah. Like, why would you? Luckily, he got the can. Hey, Joe Judge is like, somebody got to go upon it, and it ain't me. Right. Go on now. Get and but, he got the can. But that kind of alludes to the fact that it alludes to the fact that uh, you know, Judge is Judge is feeling the heat, boy. He should well, I don't put it all on Joe Judge. No. Nah, Saquon Barkley's been hurt. Galilee ain't give them no return on their investment. Tooney's been hurt. Shep has been out. I've been hurt, you know what I'm saying, by the New York Giants at some point. They have nobody on defense of note. You can't blame a bad roster on the head coach, but who you can blame a bad roster on. Is who in football? The general manager, David Gettleman, who's going to have to find him another home after it. He did an okay job in Carolina. Carolina fans didn't like him. I bet y'all miss him now, huh? But what, Chris? <laughs> no, Again, playing. nothing. Nope. I thought he assembled a decent roster. On paper, his yeah. roster looked beautiful. Daniel Jones, eh, not the best, but he's manageable. Saquon Barkley, top shelf. Galladay, eh, okay. I thought it was a good pickup. Yeah. Hey, Tooney out of Florida. Sterling, Galladay, yeah. Tooney. I mean, you got like, that's a good receiving core. You had weapons of note. Darius Slayton is still there. Hey, Kyle Rudolph come in. You know, hey, Evan Ingram's there. On paper, that's a really good roster. No, but it does you no benefit to everybody's hurt. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, and, and just hear me out. I've been thinking. He going out of New York, but guess where he's probably going to end up? Carolina again. <laughs> nah, same place a lot of Carolina boys end up. Where do you think that Washington. is? That's where he's going to end up. And I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. I ain't going to lie. Because he put together a fanciful roster, boy. On paper, his roster looks fantastic. And, and it looks fantastic the because problem. they played that good. It's just I don't understand why they're not playing well together. I think it's injuries. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, that Galladay's been hurt all year. Barkley's missed nine to ten games out the year. He hadn't really been healthy at all. His backup, Devin Booker. Oh, boy, I said Devin Booker. Uh, uh, the Booker's okay. But, I mean, there's really nobody in note. There's somebody who, you know, um, uh, excuse me, going to that game, it's like, you know, I'm terrified of that guy. Yeah, Giants don't have that. And the Giants ain't had that since Michael Strahan left, to be real about it. You know, going on to the next game, the Bears and Lions. I, 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 <sighs> Lions plus three and a half. Owen, still alive. Chris, you got this one right. You were, you were the one that picked it. <laughs> if you watch the Lions games this year, you can't be. What? <laughs> Just. It was it was bad. Go ahead. It was bad because they were in the last, literally the last second. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, do you feel bad for them yet? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's not many teams. I'm just like, Chris, hit the bleep button. Oh. <clears throat> D word. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I said the D word, except I didn't say it. I just said D word. I. But like, sitting there watching the game, you, you, bruh. Only, only the play line, good man. defense the whole game. Play all right offense considering the problems that you were facing because Swift was out, you know, and you got golf at quarterback. Golf threw. But I, I, you got a good he game. He threw 171 yeah. to two touchdowns. Look, he was 21 to 25. That loss ain't on and, golf. And you go into the uh, – this is their become the mother stop window. We're going to lead until the last second of and the game. Literally. This is what, the third time this <laughs> year? Blanket, in we're the done. last second of the game. That's why, honestly, as a, as a Detroit fan, 
You cannot be disappointed in your team. You cannot yes, be disappointed. No, you can't. You can't be disappointed in the coaching job of Dan Campbell. No, no, no. You can't be disappointed he, with that roster. He's it, not the problem. They, they play good ball. They don't have ball. a roster. Yeah. They play competitive football. And really, as a Bears fan, that's what you should do. Well, you know, honestly, from this point on, you know, hey, whatever spread, you know, the Lions get, if you don't cover the spread, you lost. Yeah. <laughs> and it was three and a half. And they won by two. Yeah, but they do. They normally have these type. Yeah, every, like it, like these. It's so bad though. Team. It's so painful to watch them just die. And honestly, though, if I'm a fan, just blow me out forty five to fourteen. <laughs> oh. Don't 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 leave me hanging there. Just oh please miss. And then it's like nope, it's the Bears. <laughs> that's it. Look, dude. That's my biggest issue with it. Is that this team is legitimately, legitimately. One player away. Hey, listen to this. God forbid they get two good players. I mean, that is hey, listen the thing. They this. did hold them to 16. Yeah. Lost by eight. All right, the one-possession game. Lost by two. One-possession game. Lost by two. Had one-possession game. Lost by eight. One-possession game. Tied. One-possession game. Lost by three. Had one-possession game. Lost by two. They could easily be 7-2-1 and one right now. Absolutely. If you... I, one or two what? players, bro. That they team are 0-10, one and, and they've had seven one-possession yeah. games in one tie. That should count as a loss towards Pittsburgh. Dude, I'm telling you right now, that team. <laughs> I ain't never in my life. They are one or two players away. You can't tell me a good NFL player ain't worth two, three points. Oh, absolutely. They are one absolutely. or two good players away from being an 8-2 and two team. Yeah, like Josh Runners, you know, uh, excuse me, he was a leading receiver. That's not a recipe. No. That's like Josh Reynolds. That'd be like un- me being a real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like I me being a wide receiver doing all I cover is the wide portion. Like, there, <laughs> there is no reason Josh Reynolds is ever number one in the NFL. I finally got me a ding after about six trials this show. But he's got to get a wide receiver doing, uh, uh, excuse me, to Detroit. Now, it was one on the market. I can't blame him if not when the play there. He ended up in L.A. But talking about uh, OBJ, yeah, I don't think he would have fit. I mean, I don't wouldn't want that attitude in no. my locker room. They at least fight. Hey, you can say all you want yeah, to. You know they, what I'm saying? They're zero and ten and one. I tell you what, if I'm a coach fan and we play next week, I'm like, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to play this. I ain't trying to see them. No, like, cause any, that's that, like Rudy every game, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you right now, he was offsides. Listen to me, two two players away. That's an eight and two team, and I think they, with all the draft picks they got, they're gonna get them in the draft. They can find one or two great players in the draft. They can find four points in a game in this draft. You can honestly find you four or five just marginal players who can cover the, the one or two. You can find you a good field goal kicker. Yes. You can find you a number two wide receiver. Yes. Hey, take two twos and make it a one. You know, have the same way um, New England's done this year with Kendrick Bourne I'm, I look. and Aguilar. And I forgot the other ones. I'm going to tell you right now, I have a feeling oh, that Samuels Myers. isn't going to be in Washington after this year because he ain't produced nothing for him. I mean, he has been hurt all year. Right, that don't matter. That's not how the NFL works, and you know that. That's fair. He could be on the open market. Yeah. Huge pickup for the Lions. Yeah. I mean, there's I mean, they some, got, Yeah. Honestly, if I was a Lions, they take that number one pick. There's really nobody of note. Like no. Probably Oregon's quarterback is probably up there right now, but Sam Howell's had a bad year. There's really nobody of note. Trade that pick and get you a haul back and re, you know, hey, rebuild your roster from scratch. Dan Campbell's done a heck of a job. This is the best 0-10 team of all time. Oh, God. Like that. No question. There's not many 0-10 teams you could say legitimately could be 8-2. and two. Yeah, and that was a little like, literally I just done the math could. on that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that makes me sick as yeah. somebody who just wants them to win so bad. I want them to win. I pull for them every week, man. We all do. It's God. sad. All right. Peace out. We're going to hear a word from our sponsors, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour, third and eight here on Nextdoor Radio and nextdoorradio.com. Uh, thank you, Nike, for sporting this fanciful shirt. 
Until hey, they cut a check, don't listen, nobody care. All I'm saying is check out some <laughs> of the gear that we have on American Pod Talk or at thirdnate.com. We got some pretty cool gear too. Get you some fancy shirts on and some toboggans this time of year. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you on the flip side and keep going over these picks. I have a feeling I'm about to catch up or not. I don't know. There's something else that happened in Arizona. Not the even a crawl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something you feed a hummingbird and a fat one to death. There's a substance there that resembles the stuff that this made after they made hot dogs. Third and eight is back. Hey guys, welcome back here to Third and Eight on Nextdoor Radio and NextdoorRadio.com. Although our next game up on the slate is oh, going to be yeah. something Jason loves. Oh. And this is going to be a, this is going to be a reoccurring theme of my week. One game cost me a parlay ticket or cost somebody a parlay ticket. I, you know, have my, <laughs> s- screw it, I gamble. I have my Thanksgiving, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have my Thanksgiving parlay ticket set. The first the li- step is admitting you have a problem. Hey, It's not too bad yet. You know what I'm saying? The Lions covered plus three. I was like, bet, sounds good. All right, Cowboys at home at the crib at Jerry's World on Thanksgiving. And what yeah. do they do? I, hey, Chris, I hit my music, man. I done told you what was going on. Get off my lawn. It's time for Mondays with Brandon. There is one day a year that every year, I I swear to God, it's Thanksgiving. I don't care about my birthday, your birthday, your birthday, Jesus' birthday, nobody. Give me Thanksgiving. And every Thanksgiving, I'll start watching the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are 0-3. They should put their back on Thursday night football at 5 p.m., or excuse me, 5 a.m. Eastern time. Ain't nobody trying to sit around every Thanksgiving Hey, watch the Lions and Cowboys get oh. curb stopped. Make them play each other every year. That way somebody has to win. I'm tired of every time I sit down, have a plate full of ham and stuffing, and green meat casserole, <laughs> beans, greens, and potatoes and tomatoes, and the beans, Cowboys greens, and Lions potatoes, just tomatoes. piss me off year after year after year. I knew this was going to be my old man Monday segment the second the Cowboys lost and the Lions lost. I'm tired of it. Hey, NFL... You know what I'm saying? No tradition. Follow somebody else. I'm sick of these two sorry blank teams every year coming and ruining my Christmas. Y'all can have Christmas. Give me Fat Man Pilgrim Christmas. I'm tired of the Lions. I'm tired of the Cowboys ruining every Thanksgiving. You should take the top five teams in the league that week. Give one of them a bye because I can't do math on the fly. Those two teams should play each other. Two and two. One, two, three, four. The top four teams. That way we have a competitive game every uh. Thanksgiving. Nobody's trying to sit around and talk to Grand Ass Sullivan while the Bears and Lions are playing on TV. Ain't nobody trying to watch Cowboys fans saying we did boys all dang on day. You're not them boys. You got dog walked by three by Oakland who was coming off of uh, excuse me, five and five year. They don't even have a head coach right now. I don't uh, want to hear injuries. We got it. They don't have a head coach. Oh. You may not have two receivers. The return of Amari Cooper. I'm sorry, boy. I done, this has been the most ecstatic. I've been to do an old man money in like two months. I'm sick and tired of every Christmas stuff for me being ruined oh. by Dallas and Detroit. Send them to the NCAA. Make a play there. All in three. Once you lose a Thanksgiving game, they should kick you out of the club. You've lost three straight. One, uno, dos, trace. I'm tired of y'all. Lions, y'all can stay. I have a little bit of sympathy. But Dallas, y'all got to go. Fossil, put the Patriots on. The Patriots are America's team. Y'all ain't won nothing in 30 years. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm up here defending the New England Patriots because I'm sick of the Dallas Cowboys. Chris's finger is going to be tired after this segment, and I apologize. I've had enough. That is my old man money this week. I'm sick of you, Detroit. I'm sick of you, Dallas. And this is the what you get. We them boys. How about them Cowboys? You suck. Jason, take it away. Oh, Christ, I'm tired of There's no better time of year than somewhere between week seven and nine. 
You that, called it. That the you world realizes <laughs> Dallas is the same old Dallas. Dallas is the herpes <laughs> of football. Just when you think they're gone, they're back again. They come right Eminem in the 90s. Guess who's back? Hey, sweet Christ, I think man. you're the one that put the meme up, but it was so accurate. Of Probably the, was. The dad or, you know, the cowboy fan in their New Balance white sneakers. Oh, yeah. The, the blue jorts. jean shorts. Oh, and, and, in the Romo jersey. <laughs> it's got to be the, the tri-colored Romo jersey. It never fails. This is our year, Hefe. No, it's not. It never is. Where it ain't been your year since 1996. With them girls. Jesus boy, Christ, Who was man. it to put that meme up on third night this week that had uh, the island boy on there? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We them island boys. Dallas has moved on to 74-42 oh. in the crib after losing to Oakland by a field goal. Yeah. They're Oakland. Yeah. Like, I'm done to correcting myself on Las Vegas in overtime uh, by three. Yeah, so I'm the one that got <laughs> that right. Um, Messed up my parlay ticket, too. I could have won $215. <laughs> That's why I'm so mad. So, Jason, you got that one right? Oh, yeah. You, 36-33, you uh, had the, uh, oh the Raiders God. to win. Yes. I had Cowboys. Okay. Yes, you did. Uh, you and Brandon both. And you know what? You're the disappointing one. Well, Brandon, like, I can understand. But you're good, supposed to be oh, a yeah. fan. Yeah. Good Lord. And All you, right, so look. This is two or three weeks in a row so he's look. pulled for Dallas. and had to This car had a rough couple of two <laughs> weeks in a row. I, he threw for 373 in the touchdown. Hey. It, I, I would pull. Listen, nobody didn't. Look, I'm just going to be real. If the Lord was to reassemble all those angels he kicked out of heaven and Lucifer was the quarterback, I'd have to pull for him over Dallas. I'm just saying. Yeah, that sounds like me. Um, <laughs> <you're>, I'm <laughs> like, for, yeah, I cheer for communist China. I, 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 I would, I yeah, the communist China, the Russians, uh, even the Viet Cong, <laughs> anybody over so Dallas. Like, Last week, Jason, I'm going to have to say this very quickly, though. That way you don't have to bask in the glory too long. During the offseason, me and you had a big <laughs> argument, though. Um, hey, over um, hey, Ezekiel Elder, if he was top five, he done. I, 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 washed. You called that one ahead of time, too. Dude, that man is washed. Hey, they're talking about sitting, you know what I'm saying, a couple of games to get his form back. They, He's done. Pollard needs to be their back of the future. 10 for 36 you know aren't enough for you him. Know what? Hold on. He should carry the ball 22 hey. times a game. Keep Pollard off the field yeah. and just leave Ezekiel out there. Yeah, but Pollard had a hundred yard kick return. Hey, Zeke ain't got no burst no more, man. Nah, he don't. He, you like, know what he's got? He's got ego, and that's all he's got. His ego got too heavy for his legs to carry. That's the truth. Or maybe his crop top's too tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got two things in a row, back to back segments. I'm done. Moving on. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to bask in their misery. All I'm going to say is this is what typically ha- you know. I- in all fairness, I hope Dallas gets back on the right track. They have a very good team. Their roster is very good, and they should find themselves in a playoff run for a Super Bowl. Unfortunately, this always happens to them. Yeah. This is what they do at this time of the year. Now, there's still time for them to turn it around. I mean, having Cooper and Lamb come back is going to be big for them, obviously. But you still should have beat Oakland at home without a coach, man. I'm just saying. You had two receivers go for you know, hey, over 100 yards and Cedric Wilson and uh, hey, Michael Gallup, who finally returned. You ain't got no excuse. None. Like, there, you should not, this game shouldn't have even been really close no. and competitive. No, none. No, it shouldn't have. But there was. And, and the Raiders won because the Raiders wanted it because they don't have, uh, they don't view themselves as the next coming. And they understand you got to go out there and you got to play all four quarters in every game to have a chance to win in the NFL. Dallas is still under the assumption, along with their fans, that simply because their name, they're entitled to a victory. Yeah, it's been that way and, for 25 years. And this is what happens. You want to talk about not close, though? It was just the next Bills game. Talking about same. a whoop Boy. Boy. Good God. How did Boy, Carson try. feel about that? 
you know, he ain't said not one word about it. <laughs> you know what happened to him? He saw like a drive and a half of Trevor Simeon. He left. He's like, this ain't it, Chief. He's 163, a touchdown and a pick. Boy, Trevor Simeon, he's like the fifth-string quarterback. He is not the answer, obviously, he, for Sean Payton. 31 to 6. He's going to give us back that shirt. For Christmas, <laughs> what? Hey, look, now I can't let him listen to the podcast. <laughs> Thirty-one to fine. six in favor of the Bills. How did we pick it? Uh, I we think all, all picked the Bills. Bills. Yeah, yeah. I say, luckily okay, we good. all took the Bills. Across We've the got to the point we don't make too many stupid decisions, and that would have been a yourself. really, really dumb one. Yeah, the Josh Allen. You know he. You know he was back to Josh Allen form in this game. Yeah, he was. Um, and the Saints just do not have much to offer offensively, though. You no. know, um, there's no Michael Thomas. There's no Alvin Kamara was there. Um, I want to say that Mark Ingram though was out. Yeah, hey, Mark Ingram though was out as well. Uh, Tony Jones Jr. You know, if he's ever your leading ball carrier, not a recipe for a W. And Trevor Simeon is just, well, he's Trevor Simeon. I mean, what can you say? He's, I mean, he's Trevor by God Simeon. There's, <laughs> there's really no way to bounce back from <sighs> Trevor Simeon being your quarterback. But the Saints are five and six now, and uh, yeah, their season's over with. They'll put a fork in them, turkey style. <laughs> How goes? Dunzo. Bucks and Indy. Well, no, so that finishes off the Thursday it. game. <laughs> no, 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 Bucks and Indy. <laughs> oh, boy. That game ended up 38-31 in favor of the Bucks. And let me tell you, we have the dumbest dang on head coach alive sometimes in Frank Wright. Hear me out. Last week, who had the best game probably all season long? Our boy, John. This boy had eight carries for 28 yards in the fourth quarter. Unacceptable, Frank Wright. The last driver to tie the game up at 31. And so the Colts tied the game up at 31. Yeah, I don't. He giving the ball. Taylor, boom, gassed him, boom, gassed him, boom, gassed him, touchdown. Like, bro, you you seen the recipe. If the Colts win, JT runs the football. Under no, He should have eight carries up for 28 yards on the first day going to drive. That should be every quarter at not, the very least. Not, not, I mean, not in the fourth quarter. And then you commit the cardinal sin of NFL football. Tom Brady with two minutes. Yeah, you can't give it Death to him. Death taxes time into over can't with. Can't do it. And oh. here comes Mr. Fournette going for f- – oh, my God, boy. You know what I'm saying? 131 uh, – uh, excuse me, the all-purpose yards and four touchdowns. Mm. Not three, number four. Four. Luckily, I had him uh, – Excuse me, in all fantasy league, too, by the way. I appreciate you. Yeah. And he put up a 40-piece in fantasy. But, no, like, that he hurt. just had a big day on this, man. Though, and our run defense was not at all great today. Jonathan Taylor had hey, 83 yards. He had almost – all of that in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Five yards of rush. Let's think about that, Frank. I'm no NFL head coach. Like, I'm middle school at absolute best. Absolute best. But I can do averages. But I can do math on yeah. this guy fast. This guy good football. Hey, uh, hey, Carson Wentz, mistake sometimes. Break it down. Like, real simple. Man fast. Man strong. He got good feet. Hand him ball. Yeah. Like, like who teaches you the football, dog? <laughs> Who teaches? Hey, teach this man how to football. But Frankie said, "Hey, it's Screw common core that. football. Leave it alone." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's that I love government football here, boy. Don't that make sense? Yeah. So the Bucks won that one. Me and Chris, me and Chris got it right. You know, hey, well, I'm proud you know of you. Else I'm tired of. I'm proud of you though for picking your team finally. You know who else I'm tired of? Who? Gronk. Seven catches over one twenty three. That dude is pieced together like Frank. I'm sorry, Chris. He pieced <laughs> together like Frankenstein at this point. Gronk is just pieced together though like Frankenstein. Hey, and this good, man had to get the buck twenty three. When you're good, you're good. Like he's spraying WD-40 on his kneecaps at half, <laughs> greasing his elbows though with the grease gun. He's getting spinal taps at halftime. This man's at that. All right, I got your time. Chuck it. I got it. You know who I? You know the game that I preferred. Well, are we going? Are we going to jump to the? Hey, we we, we got to go back to the Bengals and the Steelers. Uh, <laughs> Not if you were Steelers. Steelers is uh, 
three more games down. All right, never mind. We'll jump right to. I don't. Uh, I don't know how uh, how you got that. Hey, quick math. Yeah. Jets and Texans. You Jets boys Texans. picked the Texans. It was right, baby. <laughs> Go Jets. You know, I don't feel like anybody 14. should celebrate picking this game right Shut or wrong. Up. I feel like <laughs> so. Me and a dude had this conversation at the gas station last year, right? He was like, "Hey, are you still doing your podcast?" So I'm like, "Yeah." He's like. Uh, uh, excuse me, how do you feel about certain games? And I was talking about you know, every week is one game I just don't want to watch. And he pointed out a very interesting point. He said, well, think about it. If you're a really bad team, as a fan base, you want to see another really bad team just to find out how really bad you are. I was like, I have never stopped and thought about that. Like, maybe the Jets need the Texans every once in a while. And maybe the Texans need a Jets game every once in a while. Like, I was, you know what I'm saying? The Texans got the Jaguar twice a year, so that should be technically two easy Ws and vice versa. And I thought about that. I was like, I ain't never, you know, honestly, I'm still not going to watch it, especially with Zach Wilson and Tyrod Taylor. Like, I'll just go to sleep. <laughs> and Zach Wilson finally come back. I don't even think he's healthy. He come back just because Joe Flacco and everybody else got COVID. Uh, excuse me, Mike White has it as well. And he has a typical Zach White day. I actually got to Yeah, make, he threw for 145 in a pick. I got to make a correction. Chris okay. picked the daggone Jazz. Oh. I looked at that wrong. Well. So. Damn. There we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, Chris. Suddenly, said, I don't want to talk about it hey, no Chris more. Chris said, don't mind if I do, sir. <laughs> I appreciate you correct. He also took the lead this week. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he threw for 158 and a couple touchdowns in the pick. Tyrod Taylor and Zach Wilson are just, that's probably the worst quarterback battle of the Sunday. Like, by a country like Green Mile. I don't want to watch that. And I'm glad we don't have to watch it no more. Texas 2-9, Jets 3-8, and eight, and they both are fighting out the Lions over the number one pick in the draft. And who, they both who, who, who won between the Eagles and the Giants? Uh, between the Eagles and the Giants? Oh, Giants. you're asking right now because we ain't even moved on to that, but all right, we'll go there. The, the Giants, 13-7. to seven. <laughs> Eagles, 7, Did Giants, he died like on camera? Like, what happened there? Oh. So, who picked that right? Nobody. <laughs> oh, Jesus In America. <laughs> yeah, yeah so Eagles had won, like, hey, five out of the last seven or something crazy like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, mathematically, five out of the last seven or something off the wall stat like that. And the Giants are just, well, it's the Giants. And what can you expect? Apparently, you can expect, um, excuse me, a victory, though, in the Meadowlands today. Jalen hey, Hurts. Appreciate oh, you. was back. Pre- yeah. hey, I appreciate you, Giants. Uh, we needed that. Y'all needed that. Yeah, just we, to have a little yeah, bit of something. Washington there. needed that. And so we appreciate you. I mean, that's just a hog pile of trash like right there in the middle. I can't wait for this next game. Now, anyway, Jalen Hurts, he threw for three picks. Not a great day. But it was not his fault his team lost the game. That last drive. No, Jalen Rager, he got hit in the forehead. Oh, yeah. You remember doing the Super Bowl, Chris, and Pat Mahomes that was uh, running backwards, and yeah. he chucked the ball, and he hit the guy square in the face. Yeah, Kelsey. Was like, that's yeah. on you, dog. Kelsey. Right. Yeah. yeah. He hit Jalen Rager, it twinked his eyes. In twinked. twinked. <laughs> I love it. Like, oh, There's got to be a third-name dictionary. Twinked. In twinked his eyes, and he just said, I don't want to win today, coach. <laughs> Not today. I would have beat his butt on the plane right here. Just come here. <laughs> A knuckle sandwich, knuckle sandwich, and no dinner for you. Hey, just knuckle yeah. sandwiches and the sandwich. He probably water. got, he got probably got powder sock though. It maybe not punch in the face, but I bet you got powder sock. Oh yeah, yeah. But well, that's the maternal bruises. It don't leave no ass yes. Don't ask me how I know. But anyway, <laughs> the Giants four and seven, and the Eagles five and seven, and don't nobody really give a crap about either one of the teams. Next up on the slate Talk is Timmy. Reoccurring theme of the week. Talk this Timmy. is my hey one o'clock parlay ticket. I had every game right up until Cam Newton let down the entire state of North Carolina up to and including myself. Good job, Cam. Good job, buddy. So it's safe to say that Sam Donald was not the problem in Carolina. You had Cam Newton had come. Cam, 
Mm, excuse me. Cam Newton is a gadget quarterback at this stage of his career. Hey, do you know who lives here? Hey, you know who lives in this house? <laughs> a great big phony. <laughs> Five or 21 to 92 yards and two picks. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. That was none of this today wasn't home, but that was no. As that first dance he do, I don't know. There was no flexing in the camera. There was none of that. There was you getting hall waxed by the Miami Dolphins. Ten to, mm. uh, yeah, but they scored a thirty piece on y'all. That's Im- that's impressive. <laughs> Dolphins have won defense. five or six. They coming. Yeah, AFC. The Dolphins are coming. They've won five out of the last six. Yeah, slow, down. slow down. What? What? Who's still quarterbacking for him? Tua, who has won five out of his last six. Yeah, hey, two thirty in a touchdown. He was a game manager today. Which honestly, which is all he ever is, and that's not a cardinal sin. Hey, talk to me. How'd we pick it? Well, because I, I think I, you I were know. the only one to pick the Dolphins. <laughs> of course, but I let know. me tell you. Let me just make sure we understand. Yeah, something. somebody want to talk about the first week. I don't pick the Jets; they win. <laughs> Fair enough. That's okay. that's what I get for being unfaithful. But <laughs> I, you won't put you won't pick Washington, which is supposedly your team. But uh-huh. you've been hardcore on the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Finally, hey. it paid off for you on the Dolphins. What do you mean, finally, it paid they off? They normally lose. Hey, how's your score versus mine? Well, right now, Any you're more up. Questions? <laughs> I'm getting waxed. This has not been my week. I'll tell you that off the rip. It is not good. You're, you're two games up on us. Hey, I did hit college. Though. Michigan State covered five and a half, and OU covered four and a half. Anyway, Jalen Waddle, who outside of Jamar Chase has been honestly the best, honestly, rookie in the league as far as his skill position. Nine catches to 137. Jalen Wallace is extremely rare talent, you know what I'm saying, the wide receiver spot. He was obviously to his teammate in Alabama. But going forward for Carolina, you don't have a quarterback. No. You don't have a running back because guess who's hurt again? Christian McCaffrey's in a boot. Stop asking him to do everything. I'll tell you, with the first dang old game, that man comes back. Why they back, put him at quarterback? <laughs> let it Might fly. Well. <laughs> let it fly. The first game he comes back at halftime, Christian McCaffrey, 12 touches for 57 yards, <laughs> 16 catches for a buck 07. Who's touched the ball for Carolina? No, just Christian. Makes they no are sense. never going. They are literally never going to learn. They're going to ruin that man's career. They have they, ruined. I better say, ain't no. They're going to like Bernie. You're going to be fat. No, I'll play. I'm in wild screen right now. No, they have ruined <laughs> that man's career. All right, he's the most electrified running back oh. probably in my lifetime, and they have run him into the ground. It's fair to say there ain't nothing left to talk about in Carolina. Actually, yeah, it is. What? Oh, uh, Chris, I heard you snicker over there. No, go ahead. What's up? Yeah, but what did they do? You know, obviously with Cam Newton going forward. Him and Sam are both just bad. I don't think it's all the quarterback. I think at some point. It's the coach, too. The Sausage Fingers have got to be pointed at Matthew Rule. Jeez, man. I mean, that defense is pretty tough, and you gave up 33 points to the, to the freaking Mi- Miami Dolphins. That's not. Who are the Cardinal game managers, as you said? Literally. Yeah. They are. No. You're Those... weak. You yes. had a control, and you become an embarrassment to yourself and everybody else. There is nothing left to talk about the Carolina Panthers. That is in any way, shape, or form positive. Yeah, you give up a, uh, excuse me, to over 30 in Miami? No. And y'all were two and a half point favorites? No. Y'all, boy, it's over. The whole Cam experiment, he had one good game, and it was like seven yards. It would be different if they gave up 30 having scored 40 themselves. Yeah. But you can't give up, you know, uh, north of 30 and score 10. No. And, you know, everybody, every week it's a different scapegoat for Carolina. This week it's the quarterback. Next week it's the wide receivers. This week it's the coach. Y'all are just a terrible organization who had one good season in 30 and expect to be top priority every year. Hey, you know what they should try? What? Worked really good for us. Maybe they should get rid of the kicker. (laughs) (laughs) We Uh, picked up their kicker, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah, y'all got Joe Sly. (laughs) Yeah. 
They did get rid of their kicker, and they sent him to you guys who also got rid of their kicker. Oh, boy. All Can't right. win for losing. Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of Third Nate here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to finish up our pick'em, of which right now Chris is up by two games on me. Who's up by two games on Brandon. Ooh. Yeah, it's not a good week. Hey guys, welcome back here to Third and Eight on Nick Stove Radio and NickStoveRadio.com. Our next game up on the slate is the Patriots and Titans. And as a Colts fan, if we would have handled business today, being up 10 in the second half, it's a tight racing division. Instead, we suck, and Tom Brady had two minutes, and also, the, uh, excuse me, his former team helped us out. Well, he kind of could have helped us out. 13-36 in Good God. Patriots. They're it's both 8-4 the, uh, yeah. after eight this Eight and four, game. but... I know which 8-4 team I'd rather be. One of them is on a roll, and one of them is really missing Derrick Henry running back yeah. now. Right. It one of them is a, a real team, the other one ain't. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I told people all along, Ryan Tannehill is a solid pro quarterback. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, he pack. benefited so much having eight men in the box, one-on-one with A.J. Brown and Corey Davis and their tight ends. He benefited so much though, from everybody loading up to stop Derrick Henry. We have seen since Derrick Henry said, and is out, Ron Tannehill has looked like Baker Mayfield though when Nick Chubb ain't there. Plain and simple. He is Baker Mayfield. That was the reason he was washed in Miami. He threw for 93 yards today. 11 to for 21. Who is that? Ron Tannehill. <clears throat> who I had, everybody arguing, he's elite. He threw for 93 yards. Not in the half. Not in the play. Did I stutter? See, it's not often I can use that because usually I do. But, yes, <laughs> 93 yards. Now, his counterpart, Matt Jones, who's a rookie there from Alabama, he threw for north of 300 and two touchdowns and no interceptions. <laughs> There's a stark contrast in between a fake and a guy that's real. And I'm telling you, Matt Jones is the real deal. He landed in the ideal spot in New England. He's not mobile. He's not flashy. He's not, you know, um, excuse me, he's not very electrifying. You don't have to be. But what he is is a solid pro quarterback. He's going to be mm. a Super Bowl winning quarterback as soon as Brady retires. <laughs> I, you I know love what? How you Honestly, had to quantify that. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Honestly, once Brady goes, it's wide open because ain't nobody left. Tom's out. Peyton's out. Aaron's going to be out. Breeze is out. Peyton's out. Ben's out. It's, it's basically just Pat Mahomes, Josh mm-hmm. Allen, and Lamar Jackson. It's not even them. It's going to be Mac Jones. I would, you know what? I honestly would love to see Bill win without Tom. And right now, he will as soon as Tom leaves. <laughs> He's eight and four, and if he goes eleven and six, twelve and five, this is Bill Belichick's best head coaching job. And you look snazzy, by the way. Thank you. I was getting my head right. I love you, but <laughs> Bill Belichick is eight and four. Hey, Mac Jones is a star, but this way, you know, what I'm saying the Patriots are doing well. They're saying here, Mac Jones, hand this rock off, young fella. Damian Harris, Stevenson, they told this thing a few times for me. That's what they're doing. Hey, Tennessee right now does not have an answer. Now, mind you, you know, hey, A.J. Brown was out. Julio Jones, who has not caught a single touchdown pass all year long, and he was y'all's huge signing in the offseason. Uh, excuse me, me, you was on a boat in June. Yeah, we said, we said that. And I went downstairs like, Jason, the Titans signed Julio Jones, and I said, oh, blank, we are screwed in Indianapolis. That's true. That has not happened. Julio Jones had the same amount of touchdown catches as Chris this year. Chris, I'm proud of you. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Hold <laughs> that me, is zero. Let me see if we can get the entire team involved. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Yeah, but the Patriots eight and four. Titans are eight and four, and uh, Patriots stock is going up, and the Titans stock is going down. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the next one. We got no. it right. Bengals. They beat the Steelers. Bad. Jesus Christ! It's over. Yeah, one and done. Huh? All right. This is. Like, have y'all ever been in a relationship and you just hold on to it too long and then everybody involved just hates each other? Yeah. Like, I've been in those. Like, I had I, like I had a kid with those. All right, so I know what it's like. Like, just flat out. Like, I had a kid with that. All right, and it takes a while to, you know, to repair that damage. Yeah. Now, obviously, you know, hey, Ben Roethlisberger is going to the Hall of Fame. He's a first battle Hall of Famer. There is no question. He's a first battle Hall of Famer. But right now, it is not his time. No. Y'all waited three years late and got him a replacement. And you still ain't got him one because I'm going to tell you something. No. You can testify to this. No. Dwayne Haskins ain't it, Chief. No. Like I said, I'm no small hey, football mind, I'll be honest Dwayne with you right now. If Dwayne Haskins is on my roster as the next thing, I'd trade and get to a Tagalova. Hands I'm down. I'm sorry. I was scratching my eye when my ear went bad. What did yeah. you say? No, nah, I said if Dwayne Haskins was my next up on my roster and he was my quarterback of the future, yeah. I would trade every bit of the house to get to a Tagalova. Spicy. But that's a breath of fresh air on this radio show, isn't it? Last week I said that Kirk Cousins is playing, uh, excuse me, though, with a um, yeah, top five MVP <laughs> level, and he's saying he trade for two. Boy, the, Chris, has the world stopped turning? What the world is going on? I, mm, I don't even major. know what to do with this information. Like, I know what you can do is tell uh, the Mike Tomlin he need to uh, he find him a new quarterback, man. He really need to find him a new defense. Yeah. Moving on. Other games I really don't want to spend too much time talking about. The Jaguars and the Falcons. There's a good reason why I don't want to talk Who about this Who gives a blink? Congratulations, Falcons. You screwed up my picks this week. That should technically count as a loss. 21-14 yeah. in favor of the Falcons. How do we pick it? You, you, and, you and Brandon picked it right. Oh, look at that. Giants were plus, or excuse me, Jaguars were plus nine. So, like I said, they should have the same rules as the Lions got. If you don't cover the spread, that's a fat L. In my <laughs> book, you know who I think is falling off a cliff, though, is Matt Ryan. He started off to pretty decent this year. I'm not quite understanding what's going on with Matt Ryan yet. I don't know if it's Arthur Smith, his play calling system. I don't know if it's because he didn't have Calvin Ridley, who's a bona fide stud. You know what I'm saying? They're having Matt Ryan. You know, he's through 10 picks in his week 12. That's not typical Matt Ryan-esque, no. you know what I'm saying, the performance. But I say coming into the year, Arthur Smith, he was going to have a huge type of transition just because there's no Derrick Henry no more. There's not one in Atlanta. And so he can hand the ball off over 25 times and expect, you know what I'm saying, a buck 45 and two touchdowns. But going forward, I do think that Trevor Lawrence, he, he's got to show something. He's got to show something. And most of his numbers come after they're down a couple of touchdowns and he has to throw it over 35 times. Mm. And just as a head coach, you shouldn't, you know, have your quarterback in a predicament, you know what I'm saying, where he's down, you know, multiple touchdowns in the second half, especially a rookie. Mm. But, I mean, he can't be your second leading rusher every game after James Robinson. He no. just can't. You got to get him some help, and you could probably start honestly though, with a better head coach. Moving on, you. Uh, unless looks, you get some it, look, it looks dances. like Herb didn't get no lap dance. Y'all, um, here's one that surprised yeah. me: Broncos and the Chargers. Woo! Yeah, this we all the picked open. the Chargers. Yeah, and we were wrong. Reason why? Yeah, this is you know what I'm saying. The opening game, um, uh, excuse me, though, the four o'clock slate this afternoon, and I looked up at the score at one point. And I'm like. Is my eyes going – well, have my eyes went bad, or, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, what's going on? The Broncos had the same record as the Chargers hey, through week 12. Raise your hand if you have that happening. 
That's about what I thought too, because nobody. Yeah. Both of them are game. Uh, the Chargers might have. The Chargers might have just cost me. Yeah, oh. The bet between me and you with that loss to the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, because the Chiefs are rolling a four straight. The Chargers have hit a bit of a, a snag, a per spot, se. which they do. Yeah, I mean that's typical still LA Chargers six and behavior. Five, but, yeah, but still in that division though, they're that's, all six and five. Chiefs I, are seventy four. I, I honestly thought they were going to be thirteen and four, fourteen and three. Yeah, that, that's how good of a team and, they are, and they're not. And right that's now. the thing. This, oh, excuse me. When he started out, you could see whoa. Mm-hmm. Eckler, Allen, Williams, Herbert, a first-year head coach of Brandon Staley, that's something there. Now it's just like he hit a rookie wall. Had, honestly, has Herbert, you know, topped out? No. no. It's tough to say a guy who's that young has topped out, but it's kind of weird seeing his sophomore year be not quite as good as his rookie year. No, that's pretty it's typical, though. Yeah. Well, that's pretty typical because your second year, second year fallback year is typically what happens. Yeah, but – I don't I mean, know, but the Broncos are a weird team there because I can't figure out who they got playing quarterback. Um, because this week is Teddy, next week is Drew, and, and they still don't have an answer there. And they're still over 500. And honestly, Vangio, he should be in the conversation over head coach of the year. He traded Von Miller, who has been the biggest star in Denver since Peyton Manning and John Elway. It's been John Elway, Peyton Manning, and Von Miller. Hey, one, two, three, during my lifetime. And he's out the door. He's in L.A. And you're winning games with Teddy Dang on Bridgewater. Chris, yeah. I had to stop myself on that one. You're welcome. I do appreciate that. And, um, excuse me. Now Justin Herbert's fallout year, real quick, he's top five in touchdowns and top eight in yardage. He's not falling off. No, court. he ain't falling. That's a bit premature he, by me. He, I'm he, sorry. He, here's, a, here's another game that t- – tell me what's going on with the Rams because the Packers beat them now. Not, not that that's a crazy thing uh, to happen. I mean, that's not the world's worst thing is losing to Aaron Rodgers at home. Yeah, excuse but when you got bro. that explosive of an offense going against the Packers defense, which is good, but they're not – Elite. I mean, honestly, you know, um, excuse me, that comment that depends on who you ask. Because Packers fans are like, our defense is elite, and then you look at the box score, you're like, no. I mean, y'all, all right, but, you know, you ain't good. And it was a competitive game until the third quarter. And then um, Aaron Rodgers is like, all right, player, I'm done playing with y'all, and he just chunked it on them. You know what I'm saying? The 307, two touchdowns. And they come out yesterday that Matthew Stafford is going through some type of injury issue. His foot, his neck, his back, his neck and his back. I don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford. He's got helmet hair, doesn't he? Do I? I got some helmet hair. Uh, <laughs> I just call No, I, I, I – we'll what? talk later off air. Yeah. No, what? Nothing. Go ahead and it say ain't it. nothing that pertained to this other than something you said. It's good. We, we good. Carry oh, on. the whole neck is uh-huh. like, oh, gotcha. It took, it took me a second. Uh-huh. Just roll uh, on. Let no, it be. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That, that we cannot touch. Chris is correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, three things this show. But, yeah, the Matthew Stafford going forward, you know, obviously he's got his injury history, you know, playing on the line. just probably a lifetime stain on his career. He's probably hurt from all them, you know, hey, multiple touchdown losses he's suffering in Detroit. But if he's hurt going forward, the Rams are shot. Does that go? To, does that make you wonder what would happen if Stafford would have been in, in Detroit this year with that coach? Oh my God! He, they would be eight and two right now. He may not be eight and two. He'd be at worst five hundred. Yeah, at absolute worst. He would stand, be, You get Jared Goff. Here's the bad. Here's the here's the crazier thing. No, you wouldn't have been any better off than what you are in the Rams right now. That's fair. Crazy, hey, crazy <laughs> stat, right? Jared Goff. He was zero and eight though with Jeff Fisher. He's zero and eleven though with Dan Campbell. He's not won a game without uh, Sean as his head coach. He's 0-19. Tell me who made the quarterback. Did the quarterback make Sean? No. 
Sean made Jared Goff to look a whole lot better, you know, than Jared Goff ever was. And Odell Beckham finally had a touchdown catch. He had a touchdown catch in one year in 80-some days. Go, Odell. Go. Five catches, 81 yards on the touchdown. You show up, and they still lose. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that while I put my Wounded Warrior hat back on. That's right. Shout out to the Wounded Warrior Project. Moving on. Yeah, I'm not touching it. Uh, Yeah, it's military-related. Yeah. Yeah, not for me. Vikings and 49ers. So, this is my 4 o'clock party. (laughs) The page or excuse me, the Panthers screw me on the one o'clock. Looks like Jason has a. Uh, the Cowboys screw me on Thanksgiving, and the Minnesota Vikings could not cover three and a half. Now this is what I was telling Jason now, off air. Could somebody have told you that before today? You reckon what? That the 49ers were going to win. I think you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, I'll give myself. Thank Ding. you. I hate Chris this week. <laughs> not as bad I, as most weeks, but it's not. <laughs> but no, like Curtis has had the ball twice under eight minutes or nine minutes. Inside of the 15-yard line and couldn't punch it in. Now, literally, I heard a podcast today, Jason, that this was like your cornucopia podcast. They talked about Tua, and they talked about communism in sports and China involving China. And They've they been listening about to us. Kirk Cousins being the best quarterback except for Tom Brady under two minutes this year. Yeah, and they've been listening and to they, us is what the problem and, is. And so we I, have influence. Honest to God's truth. Dude said, uh, excuse me, if he was building a quarterback, he would take Tua – it's open and drive every week. He scored every open and drive, uh, uh, excuse me, of every game he started this year. And Kirk Cousins under two minutes. And I literally had a chainsaw in my hand. was like, back up, back up. And I was like, Jason Varner's head would explode off his body. <laughs> I swear to God, there was a Dan Lepitard and Friends podcast. And he said he would take two as open and drive and Kirk Cousins under two minutes except for Tom Brady. I said, well, I'll be. But I would not take Kirk Cousins under nine minutes to cover a three-and-a-half-point spread. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. You had the ball in. And this ain't even the worst part of it. Jason, who do you uh, – all right, hold on. Chris, who do you line up under? Yeah, like if you Center. were the quarterback. All I need to know, if Chris knows that, Kirk <laughs> Cousins lines up over the right guard. Wait, what? He lined up under the right guard. Like accidentally? He was talking to the coach. Goes back to the line. It lines up under the right. Now, unless it was a trick play and they called a timeout too quickly, you know what I'm saying? There could have been like a hybrid snap to Dalvin Cook in the backfield. That's probably what it was. Prior to his injury. But Mike Zimmer done a 40-yard dash at the sideline. Timeout, timeout. So, that tells me that was a mistake. They they probably didn't want to run it. Yeah. I mean, maybe. And then he has a play. He misses Justin Jefferson. Well, I told you, um, excuse me, on break. Your son, you could go wake that boy up right now, though, and he'd make that throw. Right now, I guarantee it. Yeah, he's good at throwing on the run like that. Yeah. yeah. Standing still, he's okay. Yeah. On the run, on he's run, magnificent. Yeah. Great guard. Good, yeah. But I'm like, dude, you got to make that throw. But, you know, hey, outside of the today's game, and, um, hey, excuse me, a buddy of mine pointed this out. Uh, there was Kirk Cousins not at 1 o'clock. So it's really my own fault I lost that three and a half point spread. <laughs> So, this was kind of on me. That's messed up. Yeah, the NFL, I swear to God, it was one game every time that I could show you all the tickets. It was the Cowboys, the Panthers, and the Vikings. Yeah, daggone Kirk, man. Look, I'm not going to be mad at my man for having a human moment, but, God, they needed to win that game. Yeah, they did. Now, because of right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're in the fight with the Packers. That playoff picture is going to be disgusting. Yeah, they're in the fight. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Both conferences, it's like these two teams are good on both sides, and everybody else, hey, best of luck to you. Yeah. It's five weeks left. Best of luck to you. Anybody's getting in this thing. They they gave, they needed that win against the Niners, man. Uh, speaking of needing a win, can we, how are we looking on? Uh, I don't. You know what, Chris? I don't care. 
Oh. Uh, Here's how we're looking. I do. How's we looking? As of right now. Give us a little recap before we take a break. Without without the Browns and the Ravens game finalized. You won a, you had eleven picks right this uh, week. Uh-huh. Me and Brandon both had six. So that puts you and Brandon tied at seventy one correct picks. <laughs> me trailing sixty three. <laughs> I don't understand because wow. I started out five of six and this this last half of picks just went downhill for me. Who I feel like the Dallas Rams? Cowboys. A great start and a horrible finish. Who did I pick? Browns or Ravens? You picked the Ravens. Ravens up three currently. <clears throat> yeah, and I had the Browns covering five and a half. So, anyways, do we have time to start our picks? No, uh, no we said that to the last yeah, segment. I mean, we? we could if you'd like, but it'd probably be best to, you know, go to break and, and do all that good jazz. Is that what you'd like to do? Let's like go ahead jazz. and go to break. How All about right. that? Yeah, Thank you, Vanco jazz. Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour. Third night here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. I wish your sponsorship would allow me a little bit more of free thought uh, and right decision-making skills so that I would not make every wrong pick in the last half of the picks every oh, week. that's not where I thought yeah, that, that said is. It. He's had plenty of free thought. The yeah. problem is it was wrong thought. Yeah. Well, Wrongfully free. I wish you would give me some right thought. That's all I'm asking <laughs> for, Vanco. It's just some right thought. You know what I mean? Just a little right thought for once because I'm trailing eight freaking games if the Browns don't find a way to win. You know, still trailing seven. <laughs> hey, man, you were neck and neck, Chris. At 71, yeah, it's making me mad, man. Are we neck, man. neck and neck, 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 neck. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to start our picks for this week coming up. Hopefully I can catch up. Come on, Van Gogh. I'm going to, like, I don't know, be some luck, man. Help me out a little bit as soon as we get back. <laughs> oh, boy, that's not good. Mouth is open and everything. Wrong. That was very, very wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he won't kiss me. It was a hot take. He kissed me in five minutes and got your payback. <laughs> Third and eight is back. Hey guys, and welcome back here to Throwing the Date on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. I, I swear to God, rejoin. I better say that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, see, I almost said the F word again. That's uh. my favorite rejoin, I swear to God. Like, who said it was a hot take? <laughs> well, was I think wanted? Jason. Oh, man, yeah, it was, it was definitely a hot take. <laughs> Thank God we ain't had that happen in a while. But it's been peaceful up here for the past oh, couple boy. weeks. It's been nice. Oops. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, yeah. y'all know what time it is, man. Our last segment prior to, you know what I'm saying, our, um, excuse me, our food segment is our pick segment as Ooh. far as the NFL season goes. And right now, uh, me and Chris are chin and chin because we ain't got next. Jason's behind by how many games? What, seven or eight? Eight. So maybe maybe, maybe seven. Maybe seven. Well, I mean, I don't want to miss five weeks left. I mean, he could, yeah, he could catch up. I mean, every at the beginning of every week, I think I'm going to, and it never works out. <laughs> and the Lions could win. So yeah. Go ahead. Hey, I think so too. Lions have cost me at least eight victories. <laughs> like, plain and simple. I've got, I'm close I got every time. I got two Super Bowls this week. Oh, yeah. with yeah. the Lions and the Vikings and the Washington and the Raiders. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, opening Monday night game is who, Seahawks Chris? Washington, right? It's oh, Washington and Brandon, you get to take no, the lead. No, sir. No, no, no. This I'll is Chris's right, Super Bowl. Ahead, Chris. So Chris had a conundrum. Oh, oh, whoa! Don't jinx us. <laughs> so he was having a conundrum of picking teams prior to the season starting. It was Washington and the Hawks and, uh, and the final, Saints. Yeah, and the Saints were his final three. Thankfully, I did not go. I Saints. told him he should have went Seattle. Glad he did not listen to me because Russell Wilson's probably out the door. He picked Washington, and so now he can join the Jason's misery every Sunday. And this week is the first week he's picked Washington. Jason, I'm gonna let you go next. Washington. Oh, Seattle. 
Thank you. I need to catch up with. Yeah, you. I feel like Washington is going to win this game. Honestly, <laughs> that's a pick'em game right now in Vegas. There's no spread there. Oh. And I picked the next game. Uh, Chris, who's the next game on your docket? I got Cowboys Saints. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, the Saints are a touchdown underdog at the crib. Give me the Dallas Cowboys to win this game outright. I do think the Saints will cover the spread to six, though. Man, that's the Thursday night game. Seven to four for the Cowboys. Five and six for the Saints. Saints are just god awful with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. <sighs> yeah, the Cowboys are on the road. I'll take Cowboys. Man, he's taking Saints. Go ahead. And I'm going to take the Cowboys. Now watch the Cowboys lose just because he picked them. You know, at that point, Jason, we're so going win, to win for me. The Gooch. So win, win for me. So the Gooch. I like that, that point. You will here, here comes my first Super Bowl matchup: oh, Lord. Vikings and the Lions. Vikings. I don't know how you were able to come up with that so quickly. I feel like this is going to be a tightly matched. It is game. going to be a tightly matched game because I feel like Jared Goff knows where to line up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Ba-da-ba. <laughs> Thank you. Right, that's, that is cheap. Uh, <laughs> is it though? I mean, is it really? <laughs> that's cheap. Uh, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go Vikings. I, I I don't think Owen dies this week. Yeah. Um, the Lions are a touchdown underdog at home. I think that, you know what I'm saying, the Lions are going to cover that seven-point spread right now in Vegas. I do think that the Vikings are going to win this football game. Now, watch this be the week Owen dies because everybody picked against him. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I would cry for the Vikings. Bears and Cardinals. Uh, yeah, the Bears are plus seven underdogs at home against Arizona. Kyler Murray, Hopkins will be back off a of bye week, and the Bears are terrible. Justin Fields has cracked ribs. Andy Dalton's a ginger. Don't trust him. Give me the Arizona Cardinals on the road to Chicago. <laughs> that is a heck of a reason to not I'm just trust playing. him. I actually think Andy Dalton is he's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's better than Justin Fields. They had ten turnovers in five games. Fields started. Fields had nine of them. I'm going Put with the, the Cardinals as well. I'm You're going with Chris. Cardinals. Cardinals. All right. Yeah, this may be a, uh, a close week for all of us. Tampa and Atlanta. Um, yeah, the Atlanta's a 10-point underdog at home, and Tampa's going to run them out of the building by 17-plus points. I'll take Tampa and Tom. I'll roll with Tampa as well. I'll also roll with Tampa. These are there's a whole lot of uh, – Colts and Texans. Uh, yeah, the Colts are eight-point uh, – uh, excuse me, um, hey, favorite on the road in Houston at um, excuse me, the 1 o'clock slate. I'll take Indianapolis to even cover the spread at minus eight. I'll take Indianapolis. Chris? I don't see why not. I'll go Indianapolis. I'll go with the Colts as well. Eagles yeah, and the see, Jets. This is the week, man. The Jets are a test on the dog at home. Chris, I'm going to let you pick first, baby. You know what? I mean, it's got to happen at some point again, right? I'm going to go Jets. Ooh. Brandon? Um, I don't see, you know, honestly, the Eagles losing twice. At, uh, excuse me, doing the Meadowland Stadium on back-to-back weeks. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles, man. I, too, will go with the Eagles. All right. All right, the Chris has just got a one-game lead on me. Charger, <laughs> Chargers and the Bengals. Uh, boy, that's a two-and-a-half point Woo. game. The, uh, Six and five, seven and four. Yeah, the Bengals are two-and-a-half point favorites at home. Hey, all right, Jason, I'll let you go first. Uh, I'm going to roll with the. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Chargers. You are. Let's make it interesting. I'll go Bengals. Mm. This is this is exactly what I would uh, I did not want to happen. Uh, <laughs> y'all to split the picks, I was gonna go, go opposite because this is a two and a half point game. It's uh, you know honestly gonna be a very tight football game. You know what I'm saying? A very tough and competitive. These two teams that can easily play in the playoffs. Oh yeah, like easily play in the playoffs at home, and they just wax Pittsburgh. The Chargers coming off a tough loss. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals, man. All right, Johnson Dolphins. Nobody wants to watch this. Johnson plus three heading into Miami to Hard Rock Stadium. Give me Tua and the Dolphins, young man. Easily to cover spread. I say the uh, hey, Dolphins win 24-17. Oh, really? 
that's gonna be an ugly, ugly game to watch. I don't I'll pick watch. next. I'm going with the Giants. I was thinking Giants too because I don't know that I don't know that I can give to a two weeks back to back. The Giants. I'll go Giants. Ooh. Washington and the Raiders. Washington. Right. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna let Washington. Jason pick this one. Oh, oh, y'all went back to back, Washington. Um, the spread on this is two and a half. It's gonna be a good game. To Washington win. is the underdog in this game. Mm-hmm. Give me. They're playing at the Raiders. State. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, hey, at the Raiders State at four o'clock, um, Eastern Standard Time. Oh my God, I don't want to pick this game. Let's see. Um, you be good. It. Come on, believe in it. Oh, boy. who's better, Heiney or Carr? Heiney or Carr? Because you know Carr's got a lot of praise that Heiney doesn't ever get thrown at him. But when Heiney beats him in his own stadium, what's the talk going to be? Yeah, but Carr kind of looked like Jimmy Neutron. Um, <laughs> <He does. laughs> wow, dude, Ch- who posted the meme of him and the guy uh, from Home Alone? Oh yeah, oh, the Marv. Yeah, the oh my god, yeah. dude, that I cracked. Like, uh, just like I him. cackled when I seen that. I was like, "Home Alone for Christmas, huh?" Yeah. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders, man. Ooh. Just to be a contrarian, okay, you know, sending oh, you two okay. guys. Hopefully, cause okay, a little bit okay. of separation, and somebody's got to go out on a limb here. Jacksonville and Rams. Yeah, this is a fourteen point spread right now. Here, this would be one heck of a limb. Yeah. Chris is holding finger. Says the Rams. The Rams. <laughs> so the Rams. Give me the LA Rams as well. No shot. Jacksonville pulls this off. Bye, trouble. I'll take Jacksonville. What you would? Hey, bye, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only eight down. That's gonna be the bye. I'm only eight down. San Francisco and the Seahawks. Yep. Ooh. Niners yeah. are minus three on the road. That's a division game. Those games are always disgustingly annoying. It's probably gonna be cold and wet in Seattle. I'll, I'll take this one. I'll go 49ers. Oh, I was Chris, thinking that too. I, yeah, I'm um, gonna go 49ers. 49. All right, yeah, we'll all go 49ers. Across the board, the 49ers. Which means the Seahawks are gonna lose back to back if if our picks are correct. And they be four in a row technically. It can happen. <laughs> They've been really bad there since Russell Wilson to come back off his pin in his finger. Yeah. You know, Russ has not been cooking recently. Russ has usually been known as a guy to lead your team to wins. I think prior, he came back too prior early. to his injury. He was doing okay after yeah. his injury. Way trash. too early. Chiefs and Broncos. Chiefs and Broncos. Uh, Okay, so the Broncos are nine and a half point underdog on the road in Kansas City, although in a prime time game. I'll take the Broncos to cover the spread. Don't you put that down. I caught you. I saw the move. I caught you. Chiefs going to five in a row. All right. Chris? Yeah, the Chiefs are coming. I think that's fair. I think the Chiefs will take the Broncos. Broncos are going to cover that nine and a half. Alex is going to be mad at me, but I'm going with the Broncos. Ooh. All right. I think that's our last one, right? That is the last one. Is that the last one? Yeah. That's that. That's that rapid fire thing we're testing Ooh. out, man. That was. That I was cool. like that. That was nine like minutes. That. No, okay. Not bad. Yeah, we got a little bit of time to squeeze in a food segment here. Uh, excuse me. After our break, Chris, post Thanksgiving meals because obviously the past two weeks it's been live in the studio. We ain't had a chance, you know, what I'm saying, to do a food segment because somebody likes to be late for the show. That's not I bet oh, basketball. Yeah, I don't know out. that he likes to be. I that's think fair. he just kind of. I just like giving my man a hard yeah. time. He ain't late on purpose most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> All right, right, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of 3rd and 8 here on Nextdoor Radio at nextdoorradio.com. I would like to say that I think your presence as a sponsor has made it possible for me to make better picks this week that will hopefully close the gap so that I can catch these guys. Before that, I say thank you one more time, Vanco. When we get back, we're going to have our food segment, post-Thanksgiving meals. Hey, 
Hey guys, and welcome back here to Thrunnado Next Up Radio and NextUpRadio.com. Although, as I said, heard that out of our last segment, obviously we had to skip a few few segments. Um, had this month to do to my work schedule and Jason's coaching schedule. So we, we're gonna catch back up. Obviously, it was Fat Man's Christmas this past Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, Chris, last time, um, hey, we did the over, um, hey, overrated and um, hey, underrated meats, right? Uh huh. Our um, like you want to start with size or pies? You ain't gonna believe what I'm about to say. I'm not even a big pie fan. I'm out. I quit. <laughs> size of desserts. All right. Um, let's go desserts. All right. What's the most overrated dessert according to you? Overrated dessert. Pumpkin pie for sure. I have two actually. I'd like to take two. Number one, pumpkin pie. Number two, that cranberry crap. Whatever that is, come out of a can. Got to have the, the slices of, on it. Yeah. I, see, I like that stuff. Though. You just got to get Stephanie it Stephanie right. loves it too. and she, You got to pull it on the turkey to make the turkey edible. I'm, no, I'm with you on this cranberry deal, yeah. although I don't know that it's technically a dessert. Dude, we went through. It's sweeted. Yeah, I mean, do. we went through uh, the local Walmart looking for this stuff, okay? And she, I was like, what are you looking for? She's like, I'm looking for cranberry sauce that doesn't have any cranberries in it. I'm like, that ought to tell you something. <laughs> that ought to tell you something. So yeah, she went. Hey for Chris, the jar I'm looking up for chicken niggas though with no chicken in it. <laughs> McDonald's rib meat. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, fair point. Wow. No, so, so she was looking all. for that cranberry sauce that didn't have the cranberries, yeah, the whole cranberries in it. That's Welch's, right? I don't know. Great value is what was written on mine. I mean, Welch's grape jelly. That's that's what that sounds like. <laughs> she was looking for cran jelly. <laughs> yeah, she was looking over cranberry. So it was cran jelly. So yeah. overrated. I'm gonna go for that in pumpkin pie. I got to go it's pumpkin and sweet potato whoa, pie. Whoa, whoa. Both of them. They oh, taste the... I you can't think about sweet potato. They yeah. are the same pie. No, I don't care not. what That's, you say. Yeah, they are. Bro, you cannot... Swear same to God, texture, I cannot tell them color, apart. Same taste. They you know, taste the same. Somebody's been giving you the all same you pie taste, line to you. All you taste is a little bit of cinnamon and something brown. Wrong. It tastes orange. I don't Wrong. care if you want them. Now, I'm gonna eat them because they're there. You feel me? Like you didn't get a figure. You know, something that look like this or that. You know, eating pie when it's available, but. Did Those yours are my come with like marshmallows or anything on it, or is it just straight up like just pie? I mean, I've had it both ways. I mean, to be real with you, I I eat it. It's overrated to me, Jason. How about you? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to. First off, I don't know that there is a dessert that's overrated at Thanksgiving. To be real with you, uh, some of the other holidays maybe, but wrong. Pumpkin pie is amazing. Wrong. Uh, it does not taste like sweet potato pie, which is again amazing. Chest pie, amazing. Pecan pie, pie. amazing. Pie. Oh, of course. Peach, had... cherry, blackberry cobbler, amazing. I don't like fruit pie. Okay, I do not. What'd you say? I don't like pies with like apples and like I eat it. It ain't my favorite. Okay, so me either. But I do have to tell you, I had something that was absolutely amazing this week. Diabetes. At, at th- <laughs> Close <laughs> at Thanksgiving. It was a chocolate chest pie with pecans. That absolutely slaps, don't it? Oh, it man. It, and it's sticky, too? Oh, it's so good. It was God, it's so good. No, no, no. What? Dude, have you that ever had it? First best. off, it can't be a that chest taste, pie if it's got nuts on it, because the whole purpose the, of a chest pie is the nutless part. That takes the two best pies at Thanksgiving. Yes. And mixes them. Thank Wrong. The best pie at Thanksgiving that I proclaim to be a chest pie, although it's not officially a chest pie, is when... You take pecan pie and you remove the pecans from the top so that the only thing you get is the pecan filling and the pie crust. That's fair. That's good stuff. That's, That's like good like stuff. German chocolate cake, though. That's the like way this cobbler. thing was made, man. Oh, good God. It was the, oh, I just what's I don't know. I, I don't think any. So yeah, all of it. Oh, Pumpkin all pies, underrated. underrated. Sweet potato mm-hmm. pies, definitely underrated around you two idiots. <laughs> uh, 
You know, the only you know what I do think the one thing that I think is overrated is coconut pie. I don't really like well, coconut, coconut pie. I've never had coconut it, it's pie. It's kind of, it's, it's in the same family. You can as get the that cream. Yeah. Uh, the cream good. on top. That's okay, but I'm not a huge fan of coconut. I've had coconut cake. Not I a like big that. fan. Not a big fan. Coconut, of coconut pie, pie. Though, seems. Right, weird. What's underrated though to you, Chris? Hey, real quick for desserts, yeah. underrated. Oh God, I, I didn't realize we were going this deep. Jason, you first. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated. Well, he said all of it. Oh, underrated definitely is going to be sweet potato pie. Right, that's trash. Um, it's this, not trash. This could qualify as a dessert, and it does because I eat it on the same plate as I do my desserts. Candy yams do it with the marshmallows on top. See, okay. I don't like God. That stuff is absolutely. I don't you like because candy yams is sweet potato pie, but I don't like the way it tastes without the. Um, it's not the same without the crust. Yeah, yeah it's different. I mean, granted, it's, the chicken leg, the, the chicken leg is pretty close. It's it's, it, it's still two different ways to eat yeah, something. So weird, man. That sweet uh, potato pie is amazing. Underrated, you know. I'm gonna have to go pecan pie when warm with ice cream. Yeah, well, absolutely, yeah. and it would be sacrilegious not to like that. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, most overrated side dish, Jason. Most overrated Thanksgiving side stuffing. dish. Stuffing. Oof. Okay, now see, you've had bad stuffing because I do like some. Stuffing. I like stuffing, now, but is it's it overrated. Like a casserole or stuffing, like it was legit in the bird. And you see, I like out. stuffing it with the turkey in it. Like chunks of turkey in the oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, like so whatever. that's like a casserole type yeah, deal. Yeah, that yeah. stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. You put a little gravy on I it. I mean, but it's, but it's overrated though because it's not amazing. I mean, it's not the best that. part of the dish, the most, and that's why you are not fat. <laughs> the most overrated dish at Thanksgiving is mashed potatoes. No, overrated. Absolutely not. You could get mashed potatoes any time of the year. Doesn't it's not freaking often matter. I get home Doesn't freaking matter. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying I'm skipping mashed potatoes and getting a whole lot of green bean casserole, a whole lot of homemade okay, macaroni. So you like no. green bean casserole? See, well, I don't like those that onions mess. or whatever. Oh, on top boy. Of French onions. That's or my most. Uh, you know what? I'll skip. That's my most underrated Thanksgiving no, dish: green you. bean casserole. Boy, it tastes so good to make no, you want to slap your mom if I had one. I'm trying Wrong. to tell you what green. I'm, you never had a good deal. You never had a good thing. Wrong. I do no, you like need green fresh beans. green I just beans. Don't know that they fall in you make a mean green bean, Chris. Thank you. You could probably make a mean green bean casserole if you applied yourself. I don't like those those onions. What That's do you the call best it? Is it French part. onions? That yeah. French onions. Yeah, yeah no French thank onions. you. No, That's thank you. That's the best you. part. Stuff. No. No. It's, I ain't making that sound effect no more. Flavor. <laughs> he said he won't eat it again. <laughs> nope. Uh, it's if, good, though. It's it's soft, warm, and crunchy. It's weird. I love I'm gonna it. I'm going to tell you what's underrated. <laughs> a well-made deviled egg. I agree. A well-made deviled egg I can't stand underrated. a boiled egg. But I will tear a double egg slap up at the frizzing. Boy, I'll take an egg just about any daggone form. Yeah. Not in here, you ain't. <laughs> not in this small room. Yeah. Not really? in my breathing space. Yeah. Not here, you ain't playing. No nose pen, no gas mask, no N95, nothing. That's a spicy hot take. So next week on the show, here's what we're going to do. Probably Saturday, I'm going to stop by there. I'm going to get us two pies, one pumpkin and one sweet potato. And I'm going to prove to you there is no difference in their taste. You're going to hey, blindfold you know, me. No, no, no. Ain't even no need to blindfold them. They look the same. They do look similar. Hey, Chris, hey, yeah, Chris got a fair point. You, I, once I give you the piles and you cut them, I'm not going to be able to tell them apart. There is a difference. No, it ain't. There is. Blindfold Describe me and it. see. Describe it. Describe the difference, he means. Don't worry, y'all wait. No, I, dude, did bring both pies, okay. blindfold me, and see if I don't know the difference. Today, Junior. What the difference is. The taste, the flavor, the overall texture. Okay, I understand that. Yeah, what I'm asking you to do is describe the difference in, like, the the. That's the like a, Like, <laughs> he can't. Because there's, the, no, there's the, no difference. The difference in taste for the pumpkin. The pumpkin pie is has that cinnamon background in it. Okay. The Whereas, not, no. And the sweet potato pie is not prevalent. 
The sweet potato pie is more sweet, whereas the cinnamon pie has got that more spicy, not like spice-esque, like in that it tastes like the cinnamon spice. Yeah. Than than the the pumpkin the um sweet potato pie does. Y'all know something I hate about Christmas is that we got to eat these same foods again in a month. It takes away <laughs> a little bit of the specialty of it, eating it twice a year. No, we no. Should, we should do like barbecues and stuff at Christmas. Like ask us, I like, ask you, Seth, what would Jesus eat? I say bread and fish, and that's it. Yeah, well, I mean, just have. I think we should have an Italian Christmas, man. See, I'm cool with that. No, yeah, that's a managot. Yeah. I could get behind any sort of pasta any time of day. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Give and me I like ham. a little family drama. Hey. <laughs> Give me ham. I'm all right with pasta. You're right. You know, I take it back. I'm fine with Italian as long as I get my dag on desserts. Oh. Yeah, boy. Hey, cannoli. Well, hey, so you can get a cannoli. Yeah. Cannoli. I want a dag on cannoli. That's a cookie. I don't want a cookie. Bro, a cannoli is a cake. Is, it's a cookie. Help us out, Chris. It's Let's a super here. Twinkie. <laughs> That's right. That's probably, you know what? I said cake, you said cookie. Chris probably had the fairest assessment. Like, yeah. is a super Twinkie. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not mad at that assessment. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I just, it's not the same as a, honestly, I used to be pumpkin, pecan, um, to some extent, the little coconut pies you can get in the store. I used to love those. I don't like the big ones. Um, and, and those things used to be my favorite dessert, but I'm, as the older I get, the more the cobbler I like. Oh, see, that's hard. Cobbler. All right, what's the best part of the cobbler? The crust or the filling? Both, if it's crazy. Right. The in. crust is amazing. You don't need cobbler. I don't. Why? Whoa. Because I, I don't like chunks of fruit. Buddy, let me tell you something. Bro, but you can cover Whether it's sugar, peach, some... blackberry, uh, blueberry, cherry, Beans, strawberry, tomatoes. Beans, that needs to be our new theme song for the for the food section. <laughs> Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. I'm sure it's a copyright law. <laughs> she saved me. Yeah, you named it. I ain't yeah. mad at that at all. Yeah. Hey, carry no. us out, man. Uh, who, me? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Carry us oh, okay. out, man. Well, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Surprise. Power Equipment, for allowing us to correct Brandon on this hour of third and eight in his underrated and overrated foods for Thanksgiving. He was absolutely wrong, wrong as was Chris. I do appreciate you giving wrong. me the time on the air to correct them both. I do hope that you will continue to bless me and my picks be right next week. Until then, you heard it here at third and eight.